guess what? Everybody, everybody say yay! It's Thursday! And if it's Thursday, it's got to be, got to be Dr. P on the pod. Ow! Oh, God, I'm excited to be here with y'all again on this beautiful Thursday. I know somebody is raining somewhere. It might be even snowing somewhere. It might be hailing, might be a tornado. But guess what? Wherever you are, whew, it's a good day to give God some praise. <laughs> if it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. I am so happy to have made it to another Thursday. Um, you know, it's just a lot going on. Mm. But God's grace is sufficient. The struggle is real. No joke. The struggle is real. But God's grace is sufficient. Guess what? My guest today, I have a very, very, very special guest today. And my special guest today, my very, 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 very special guest today is Pamela Price. Mm. And for those of you who do not know, Pamela Price is the deputy director of the bomb in Gilead. Ain't that something? Now, for those of you who know me, you know, it's hard. It's, 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 it's hard for me to have a deputy director because, you know, I, I confess that I am superwoman. You know that song? Mary wants to be a superwoman. Well, Pernessa wants to be a superwoman. But I'm 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 much better at that, you know what I mean? I think um and I've been uh blessed to have another superwoman. <laughs> I have a deputy director who's a superwoman. And um we're gonna be talking about Memory Sunday. Memory Sunday is uh coming up Sunday, June the June the it's the second Sunday in June every year when we're asking churches to just take a minute and uh, give some focus to Alzheimer's. You know, uh, African Americans we have the highest rate of Alzheimer's in the country, and again, our churches must be at the forefront of educating our community about Alzheimer's and supporting those who are providing care. So we're going to be talking to Pam about that uh, Memory Sunday and all the resources that we have and why we do Memory Sunday. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Bomb and Gilead's National Brain Health Center for African-Americans. Did you know that we have, we run the nation's National Brain Health Center for African-Americans. So Pam is going to tell you a little bit about that. Uh, I'm going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to listen to Pam. And I'm going to ask Pam to tell you a little bit about her. I'm going to tell, don't tell her, don't let her, I'm not going to let her tell you too much now. Cause you know, I don't want y'all to get crazy. Uh, Cause she got some stories and she can't tell you all her. Mm -mm 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 -mm. She cannot tell you all her stories, but she is Miss Fabulous, and I am just so blessed and honored to have her as my deputy director. Guess what, family? If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. Dr. P on the pod, yeah. So, Pam. 
Pam, my deputy director. <laughs> I wish you can see her face now. She is just giggling. She's so she giggling. Pam, tell us. <laughs> Before you tell us about all this bomb stuff, <laughs> tell us about, you know, because people really don't believe I have a deputy director, you know. <laughs> they, they, really, they really don't. And you've been with us now, what, four years, right? Four years. I've had a deputy director for four years, y'all. I know y'all don't believe me. and uh, But, you know, it takes an extraordinary leader because I'm a leader of leader. Leader, I am a leader of leaders. And Pam is a leader. She's been a military um, uh uh, military person. She's been in the military. She runs the bomb and gilly. I like it's a military. I'm the family person. She's a military. She's a sergeant of arms. Um, <laughs> I like that. She has uh, twins. She got a 16 year old. She got a husband who's been a, who's a veteran. Um, she. I stole it from the health department. Oh man! But I'm gonna stop talking about Pam. Let Pam talk about her. Pam, Tell us about you before you talk to us about everything else. Okay, so I'm trying to think what's still on limits. You told all the good known parts. You know, I got kids. I have a husband. <laughs> I was in the military. <laughs> think about the safe things to share. <laughs> um, I think the first thing I like to share, one, I, I am sitting here, and y'all, I do wish you could kind of see my face and reaction. I've been here for four years, and none of the years have been the same. Uh, I've grown personally and professionally since being here, which I think for me has been um, something that wasn't expected when you move and you transition jobs, you expect one or the other to happen, but typically not both. And I think in the way that they have. And so being able to sit here and even the analogy about the superwoman, I envision us now flying around the office in our little cape. So maybe I need to go <laughs> get us some capes to wear around. I got a purple cape somewhere already in here somewhere. <laughs> around the office. Uh, but it's really, truly been great. Um, if it's one thing I would maybe share to add is, you know, one of the reasons that drew me to the bomb and guillotine, drew me to the the work I even done prior to that. And that's really just wanting for people to be healthier, being in a better place, you know, when you leave them than where they were when you found them. And I I try and take that approach to my life and folks that I get to, to meet. Once upon a time in your life, Pam, you were a a, a nurse in the military. What yes, ma'am. What was mm -hmm. that like? Wow. So I was a nurse that happened to be assigned to a combat hospital. Oh, Lord. So I was not a nurse. Like MASH? That, yes, ma'am. Oh, exactly. Like Lord MASH. Have mercy. What's the what's the what's the um what's the lady's name in MASH? Um what's her name? Oh, man, you were that can, one. Yes, prob probably. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, I can see who you're talking about. So, yes. Uh, but I, it was that kind. I didn't spend a lot of time working in brick and mortar hospitals. Um, so we built hospitals that we then took care of soldiers. Pam, I didn't know that. You were a mash nurse. Yes, ma'am. I was oh stationed Oh, my God. I wish I could remember. Sarge, Sarge, what was her name? I have to look it up. Yes. Fort Hood, uh, 21st Combat Support Hospital wow. um, was um, one of my first uh, duty stations. And so it was uh, everything that you kind of imagine. Like I say we literally go find an open space, whether it's dirt, grass, mud and everything in between. We set up our tents um, and we housed everything from medical surgical units to there's an ER that uh, functioned. Um, got to go up in helicopters 
pastors to go pick up people. Um, so it was very uh, interesting work. And then my final, um, you know, kind of duty station, I finally got to a real hospital <laughs> at uh, Fort Sam Houston uh, working in the um, operating room. Um, but you worked in the operating room? Worked in the operating room. Um, I was stationed at Fort Sam at a time right after um, we were about maybe a year into 9-11, um, if that far. And so um, our hospital was the um, burn center um, and a trauma number one trauma center or level one trauma center. And so we got a lot of the soldiers who were just coming back. Um, and that was probably one of the most I would say traumatic experience that I had while on active duty was seeing these young boys come back um, with limbs missing, being burnt, you know, badly on their face, all over their body. And um, we had some soldiers who were getting um, surgeries daily just for the, you know, to remove the kind of burnt skin from them. And that was a lot because these these were they were they were babies to us because they were only about 18 or 19 years wow. old, a good portion of them. Wow. Um, you know, there's um, there's legislation being uh, introduced in Congress now about um, uh, women veterans. Mm-hmm. And um, and as you're talking, I was like, wow, you know, because I was just listening to that um uh, last evening with uh, representatives, congressional representatives talking about how uh, females don't get the same kind of support um, once they uh, once they get veteran status. Do you find that to be true? Absolutely. I, I, I would even go further to say that, that it's a struggle while you're on active duty. How is that? Um, because there is still, even with all the rules and regulations and military customs and courtesies, that you have as a female soldier, you much like a woman in corporate America, you still typically have to do a little bit more to get that rank. You still have to go a little bit above and and beyond. Um, Sexism is, is it was rampant when I was still in there. It may, I would, I would be willing to bet that it's still a big issue Mm. um, in terms of, of, of that dynamic. Are you just not, you know, feeling, um, like you were uh, worthy, you know, it was like, are you strong enough to be able to, you know, mm. want to go out for this particular award or you want to try out for certain badges that we're eligible um, to get to get a there's a few females who have combat um, training badges. Wow. Um, and that's just on active duty. And then, yes, once you uh, retire, uh, a lot of the veterans hospitals don't have uh, fully functioning women's health clinics. Um, they have one that are limited. You know, they can do annual paps and, and more kind of basic gynecological things. Um my own personal experience when I needed care that was well above an annual uh, exam, I had they had to send me to a civilian provider to be able to do so. Um, the times to it takes to get into um, a provider, they routinely switch your primary providers without letting you know that they've changed your primary care provider. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it definitely it's a challenge if you know how to navigate it. A lot of veterans, both female and male, they don't even know how to navigate the mm. veterans uh, health system mm. or just the veteran system, period, in terms of what you are entitled to, what you are eligible for, what you are owed, in my opinion, um, from serving. And they really don't make it easy. If you had to, uh, if you were speaking with a, 
a congressional representative now, and you had three things to say to them about what, uh, as a female veteran, what would you, what would be those three things? The first thing that our sacrifice is equal, if not greater than the males who have served, um, that sacrifice is sacrifice. Um, I think secondly, it would be to the veteran system needs to be more culturally geared to address women from a comprehensive, holistic approach. And then the third thing I think would be is that the system needs to be better integrated with other outside health systems and services. Wow. Wow, that's good. Well, you know, family, we, we're talking to Pam Price, my deputy director, and this was not on the agenda to talk about. But wow, wow, what a story, Pam. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about what we really want to talk about, which is Memory Sunday, the second Sunday in June. But it's not the second Sunday in June yet. It's Thursday. And if it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. I'm getting educated for sure. Pam Price, my deputy director, and hopefully you all are staying with us and heard about Pam being a MASH nurse, and we found that she was uh, on MASH. You know, she was uh, Margaret Houlihan. Nurse Margaret <laughs> Houlihan, that, is, that was uh, Pam. You know, I had no idea that <laughs> Pam was all that. Wow. Hey, man, let's give it up for Pam. Woo! And she survived. <laughs> and she survived. And she survived. So if she can do all that, she certainly, that's why she's the best deputy director the bomb and Gilead has ever had. So let's talk about Memory Sunday, Pam. Yes. Uh, Memory Sunday is coming up June 2nd, and uh, it's a part of the National Brand Health Center for African Americans, something you and I made up, yes. and it is just moving forward across the country, and we're excited about all of that. So I'm going to let you have your way. Tell us what you want the folks to know. Wonderful. Well, yes, the National Brain Health Center for African Americans literally was one of the first projects that um, uh, Pernessa and I got to put together. And it was like a third child for me. It was something that, you know, we put it together. You see it on paper. And then we're finally able to see it kind of come alive and to, to grow and to think about where we started that first year with launching it to where we are now. Um, we were able to start our Memory Sunday campaign as a part of the National Brain Health Center in, the, in its second year. And Memory Sunday now is uh, this will be our third year of doing it. Um, and really the impetus behind it, what I enjoyed most is that we were able to both relate to why the Brain Health Center was needed and necessary. And that was really to address the challenges about Alzheimer's, dementia, and how those two things were presenting themselves to African-Americans, which is very differently, much like a lot of other diseases. Uh, we typically have more of them. The issues related to them are often worse um, than African Americans than you see in other ones. Alzheimer's and dementia is no different. Um, we are twice as likely uh, to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's and oftentimes in later stages. And so putting that center together 
and thinking about what we wanted to say, uh, what education that we wanted to do and how we wanted to create that framework for it was really great. And then Memory Sunday came and that really Memory Sunday for me is that faith arm of the National Brain Health Center. That is the component that is solely dedicated to working with our faith leaders and our congregations and our other um, community partners, really targeting and being very mindful about how are we going to help congregations be more supportive, um, be more educated, be more aware about Alzheimer's and dementia, and really just about healthy aging, what's normal, what's not normal. Um, And so Memory Sunday is that arm of the National Brain Health Center. What do we want our uh, pastors and our faith community to do? So for Memory Sunday, what there's a number of different ways that we want our congregations to get engaged. So one of the first things we want them to do is to um, go to uh, our website, the www.bombandgilead.org backslash Memory Sunday. Um, there you're able to uh, see some our book of Alzheimer's that we were able to uh, partner with uh, Sanders Brown and the University of Kentucky uh, to create. We also have a toolkit. That toolkit is more of your how to. So there's everything in there for from prayers that you can pray on uh, that second Sunday in June uh, over your congregation. There are uh, resources that you can share on social media. Uh, we talk about encouraging your congregation to really be getting those annual screenings for your memory. Um, talk about um, the importance of us participating in clinical trials and clinical uh, studies, um, because that's very, very uh, important that we get more um, individuals aware of, of how important that is. Um, We want them to, um, if possible, set up a table, provide resources. And really, uh, one of the other key things is also around caregivers. Uh, Caregivers are under such a a large amount of stress and a burden in terms of caring for those who have Alzheimer's or dementia or even maybe some other uh, chronic illnesses. And so congregations really can serve as a great support system for those caregivers, creating retreats for them or opportunities for them to kind of get some respite and to get some time away from those duties um, of caregiving. Wow. You sure said a lot. Let's go back to the resources. Um, the Memory Sunday Toolkit. You can find that on our website and the Book of Alzheimer's. The Book of Alzheimer's, a resource guide to African American congregations, all for free. All for free. All you got to do was go to the Mom and Gilead website and download it for free. We've done all the work. We've done all the work. And all you have to do is download it for free. There's someone who needs the information in these resources, and they're sitting in your congregation, they're in your community, and they cannot get the information if you do not go and download it for free. So please go and download it, please, and give it out. Pam, what else you need to tell the folk? Um, Oh, also, if you are, let's say you're not a scroller and you don't want to look at things on a screen, there will be an opportunity for you to order um, a hard copy um, of both the book of Alzheimer's as well as the uh, toolkit. I still like to feel a page flip and turn in my hand. And so if you're still one of those people, you'll have an opportunity to also um, purchase um, a physical copy um, of these materials as well. We'll also have ribbons available. So on the second Sunday of June, you'll be able to wear purple, wear your purple 
purple ribbon. Um, we have some wristbands that'll be uh, available. You can wear those year round um, to kind of remind you uh, that healthy aging and brain health starts with you. It starts with us all, um, as well as some uh, nice uh, stress ball relievers uh, as well. And we are uh, going around the country. We have some brain forms yes. that we're going to do. Uh, we'll be coming to a town or a city near you. Either I'm coming or Pam's coming. Somebody's coming. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about the brain forms that we're going to be doing around the so country. So the brain health forms are, are designed to be about, you know, an hour or so where we're talking about uh, cognitive health and what that's looked like. And we're actually providing some education around what brain health is and what that means um, and how kind of Alzheimer's impacts that. And so we definitely our first one uh, coming up here is going to be here in Richmond, actually, mm. um, on June the 27th. Um, we also have um some Memory Sunday uh, town halls. Now, Memory Sunday, again, it's about um, raising awareness about what congregations can do to address Alzheimer's and dementia in their congregations as well as in their um, communities. And so we have uh, forums with that one uh, set up beginning on June 9th. Uh, we will be, um, a team of us will be up in Boston uh, for oh. a Memory Sunday Boston event on June 9th? In Boston, yes, on June um, the 9th. Um, and then we have some um, other dates set up as well, I believe all the way through August, where we'll be working with different Different, uh, congregations will be in Chattanooga, will be in Greensboro, uh, South Carolina uh, this year, or I'm sorry, Greensboro, North Carolina um, this year as well for uh, some Memory Sunday and so we should forms. have these these dates on the website. We're getting ready to launch our new website in a minute. Oh, everybody, hold your breath. Probably next week I'll be telling you about our new website. So hold tight. These dates. We'll be on the website, but we we heard from Pam. We're going to be in Boston, June the 9th, and we're going to be at Virginia University, Virginia Union. Virginia Union, on June the twenty seventh. June the twenty seventh, and then we're coming to a community city neighborhood near you. Okay, go to the website. Anything else, Pam? No, that's it. Well, I'm just going to, it's just been a, a joy having Pam. You know, I work with her every day, but I did not know all the stuff about Pam. I better interview everybody in this office, huh? <laughs> huh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pam. You know, I have nothing but love for you. Love you. And love I you, love you, love you, love you, love you. She's the best thing that happened to me since, uh, uh, since Maurice and Trey. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. That's, that's, that's good. <laughs> You know, when you up there with Maurice and Trey, you're doing, you're doing pretty good. It just don't get no better than Maurice and Trey. That's it. Listen, y'all, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Wynn, for being a part. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your prayers. And uh, we'll see you next week. You know, we're going to be right here. God's grace is going to take us all the way through from this moment all the way to the next until we meet again. You know there's a bomb in Gilead. And you know this, if it's Thursday, it's got to be Dr. P on the pod. Yep. I'm out. Peace.